What's up, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in. I'm the host of Difficult People Chronicles. I'm seriously focused, Johnny SF Johnny. And today's episode is called Satan's Attack Part 2, The Root. I was going to do it as a Q&A, but then I decided not to because um, what came to me is to do Satan's Attack Part 2, and it was going to be The Root. The, the Q&A, actually, that the person, the emailer, was that they are going through a situation over and over again, meeting the same type of people, same situation. They thought they have healed. They realized they haven't. Why is that? And how do they heal? So I told them to sign up for a session so we could work on it. And what came to me was, the root. So I know that in a past episode some time ago, I said I was going to talk more about it, the root. And the reason being is that in a lot of areas in life, if we don't get to the root, the problem is still going to be there. When you have surgeons who say, you know, we're going to work on this particular area because if we get to that sickness right there, whatever it is, and we uproot it, the person is healed. Or if we uproot it and then work on these other areas, the person will be healed. Mm -hmm. If you, you have firefighters that go in on, at a fire and then they say, after the fire is out and everything is done, they need to know what caused the fire, the root. And it's just the same as spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. Now that you think about fires, you have little fires, you got big fires. But in order to be victorious in spiritual warfare, you have to get to the root. Now let me give you some life examples. Um, I know some people don't like examples, uh, the examples I give, because they're like, uh, I guess some of the examples don't pertain to their situation, but, um, I'm going to say this to you all. <laughs> I'm going to keep giving whatever examples I have. And the reason being is that I'm a firm believer based off of the experience that you learn from examples. Testimonies can be examples to somebody. When you take a test, you don't know how to ace the test unless someone trained you or you get a book of examples. So I'm going to say that before I get started. My first example would be a female in a marriage. Her husband has a wandering eye. And his wandering eye, he looks at every female walking in a pair of jeans or skirt or shorts. He has a wandering eye. And he's cheated before. But every time he goes out there and cheat, he always seems to come back home. And one day goes out there and cheats and never comes back home 
and his wife has become bitter because as the days go on, months, nights, mm -hmm, weeks, she become bitter, more angrier than ever before because she realized that whatever his name is, he's never walking back through that door. And when reality starts to set in, she becomes cold to herself. A lot of women, when we become bitter, and this is based off of my experience, sometimes we have a tendency to hurt ourselves. So the question becomes, why did the person do what they did? What is wrong with me why they did what they did? Do I need to change? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there's a lot of questions. How do I fix this? And be, we become bitter. Second example. You have a man in a relationship. Gets with a, a woman. Meets her anywhere. Could be anywhere. You know, because you have a lot of people that say things like, oh, you meet the right person at church, but then you find out you meet the devil at church, too. Because, you know, you got devils walking through the door every day. <laughs> or evil spirited. So, this person, this guy, meets a woman. And they gel very well off the bat. He says, tell me your dreams. And she tells him everything. He says, you know what? I'm going to invest in your dreams. So he helps her. Career starts to go off. She becomes the best version of herself. Worldly self, we'll say. She no longer has she no longer needs to do window shopping. She could just buy what she wants. Because now she has the means. But little by little, she starts to look at other men. Because she doesn't see what she has at home as valuable. She's starting to look off the scale, let's say that. But not on the scale that she's on with her husband. Like, we grow together. She doesn't look at the person who he is to say that he saw my dream and helped me. Or that God sent me a helper. Because before then, she couldn't do it by herself. She doesn't see it like that. She sees it as, I got to this place without him. And yeah, what do I need him for? Because now she's stuck in her ego. She's been listening to all them other people on the streets, you know. I call them corn chips. She was listening to them corn chips on the streets. And they was crackling and popping. And they started laughing. So now she feels like her picture needs to look different without the man she's with. So she finds reasons for a divorce. And they get a divorce. He becomes better because he feels like I invested in her. I invested in her dreams. Not because he knew that she had something. It was because he loved her. He becomes better. So every woman that he meets after that, he treats 
They don't get the flowers. They don't get the date nights. They don't get cooked dinner. They don't get uh, callbacks on time. They don't get the stroll in the park. They don't get the gestures, the love sweet gestures. They don't get any of that. They get the bitter side of him. The bitter side of him. I want what I want. Give me what I want. Two minutes in the bed or even three minutes if that. Uh, no, we're not getting married. No, we're not getting engaged. No, you're not getting the ring. <laughs> I'm not even taking you shopping for a pee. For a pair of easy spirits. I'm not even doing that. They get nothing. They get the cold-blooded person. And he's bitter. Then you get the person. We've all dealt with this. The, the, the evil-spirited beast monster at the job. We're going to call them job bullies or job gangsters. But they the narcissists. These are the people that no matter what you do, they they just try to tear you down. And that's because they don't have a life of their own. They want you to praise them. And you praise God. They want you to pay attention to them 24-7. They want you to run behind them. They are the devil wears product. Mm -hmm. So they do everything to make you angry. And you're the outcast. Because it's a group of bullies. They all huddle together. Group of bullies. Group of gangsters. They all huddle together. They want to find something wrong with everything you do. Hide your work. Mm -hmm. Talk to you when you're on the phone with a loud voice. Call you in the wee hours of the morning with non-emergencies. They want to insult your intelligence. They want to act like you don't have common sense. And all these things they do with the drama, the gossip, and the, the groups, the cliques, like they in high school, you know, high school in the courtyard, a group of them just waiting to pick a fight. They can't even do that at home because at home they have no type of power. Nobody pays attention to them. Everybody just, you see the little kid riding the bike on the street, just calling them stupid and all sorts of stuff. And don't even address them by their, by their last name, like Mr. or Mrs., whomever. They have no type of respect. So they come to the job to make your life miserable. And you become bitter. Why? Because when you go to the next job, you don't realize that that next job is nothing like your last job. And all those Idiots is in your rear view. <laughs> they can't even go where you at. Because whatever mindset they're in, attitude they have is not tolerated. But you can't seem to shake that bitterness. Because it's in your heart. So a person will say something like, oh my gosh, good morning. And you looking at them with an attitude. Like, Good morning. Because you feel like you're about to get in trouble. Because that's something you dealt with at your old job. Mm -hmm. Or a person makes a mistake and leave you off of an email by accident. But you feel like it was done on purpose. 
because that's what you dealt with at your old job. Or a person make a mistake and pick up your paper. They pick up the paper to read it because they need it for a meeting and you're not there. And you feel like they're trying to steal it and sabotage your work. Because that's what you dealt with at the other job. And it's that bitterness that's inside of you. And even if you say, I'm healed, you're really not. Last example. No, I got two more. Sorry. So this example is you got family. They didn't like you from the day you was born. You can't tell why. You don't know. Like, if you did something, maybe you cried wrong, cried too loud, too many tears. Maybe you pooped on somebody. <laughs> but they don't like you. Talk about you 24-7. And you keeping to yourself just doesn't seem to work. You're always tied up in something. And you're forced to see them. Why? Because... Out of respect, you got to show up to the funerals. You just got to go to the weddings, communions, whatever, baby showers. But you really don't want to. You really want to move across the world <laughs> and tell them that you moved to the North Pole so they can leave you alone. And these family members continue to talk bad about you, even said some things. The things they said about you is really what they do. Like, they'll sit there and tell other people, don't hang with that person. She too old to hang around. But they the same ones being around the young ones. Mm -hmm. And in family, it's not about age. Your family. That's the thing, your family. Or you have one person that just lie all the time. Lie about your God-given name. And people can't see that you don't want to hang around. And it causes bitterness in your heart. It causes bitterness in your heart. That you just don't trust none of them. The last person is, we all see it, racism. I don't care what nationality you are part of. I don't care. Racism. We living in a world that I don't care where you from. Something happens and you have some people that just don't see that what's going on is not right. So they sugarcoat it. And they say things like, um, you're bitter. And they don't see the, the injustice of what's going on. Like the underlining of what's going on. And they just say, you're bitter. See, people always say that until it hits their backyard. People don't see that what's going on is not right. And you got some people that's on the other side of the fence. They don't want to fight. Yeah, They choose to ignore it until it comes in their backyard. The thing that hurts the most, and I'm going to speak about me, is when you blackballed. There's this fight inside of you <laughs> that want to hurt a whole lot of people. And you start having dark moments because of injustice. And people can't see that it's wrong until it's done to them. Then they want the whole world to bring out the switchblades, the guns, and 
start doing karate. It's called injustice. So, the root cause is bitterness. I mean, sorry. The root of bitterness is rejection. That's what I meant to say. It's rejection. The cold heart that the woman and man had. And what it leads to all the time is bondage. You tie yourself up spiritually when it comes to bitterness. Because you don't free yourself to know that there's somebody out there that's going to treat you better. Or a job with a group of people that are loving and kind and not monsters, beasts. And when you don't deal with bitterness, it's like the example I give is a fire. It's like a fire. You have a small fire. And then you have somebody that comes around with lighter fluid. They say something or do something. And they pour just a little bit of lighter fluid on that thing. And then all of a sudden, it gets big. Because you didn't heal. You didn't get to the root. And you have some people that... Satan will put in your way, in your path, to ignite that fire. So, the examples I gave, you have the woman who is in a relationship. Then all of a sudden, she keep getting in relationships with the same situation, same situation. She get with these guys and then say, like, she marries someone else and then for some reason he walks out. She's like, when the world's wrong with me, you know, or the guy, he treats the nicest woman evil, and then he goes somewhere and somebody treats him evil, so he keeps getting what he's dishing out, and he gets bitter and bitter and bitter. And then before long, his bitterness is not just in relationships. It's the bitterness in uh, business. It's bitterness with family because it's what he's given out. Then the job. This person feels like they can't hold a job. Why? Because they bitter. They bitter. And they haven't dealt with the root. And then in family, God is sending them people their way to be better than the family that they have. But they can't see that. Because they choose to isolate themselves. Themselves. Put themselves in bondage. We could be our worst enemy, you know. And what's the other one? Um, racism. Mm-hmm. When... It comes to racism because some things have been done. You find a lot of people that act, you're going to meet people that act the same way because it was never dealt with correctly. You, you, For some people, they didn't speak up about it. For some people, they didn't pray about it. 
and the devil knows how to keep that bitterness in their heart. It's called rejection. The root of bitterness is rejection. And when it comes to spiritual warfare, I am a life coach. I listen to your situation and confidentiality. And I basically help you identify the root. Because if you don't get to the root, it's going that problem is still gonna be there. I'm still going to be there. And I help you through exercises and different means to work on bettering yourself where if the situation occurs, it doesn't affect you. I'm going to give you another example. And this is something, you know, people used to always make jokes about my complexion. I don't heard it all. Blackie ugly, unattractive because of my complexion. Uh, one gay guy said the only reason why I'm cute is because I have white features. Yes, I heard it all. And I always used to fight and it was always something being said or things, you know, that me, me talking about their family members, you know, you'd be like, somebody say something and you'd be like your mama. <laughs> it was never off limits. Never. Especially when you talk about my complexion or, you know, things like that. Yeah, never. It was never off limits. So now that I'm older, the other day when I think I told y'all about the situation with the older woman who was like 80 plus or whatever, or maybe 70 plus, And she started trying to comfort me. And the first thing that came up was um, that morning before the situation even happened, God said racist. <laughs> yeah. So she thought I was going to allow her to come for me. She thought that I was going to be different, like the angry black woman. And probably threaten her life so she could start screaming at the top of her lungs and all this other stuff. But I wasn't going to do that. I handled it a different way. And when I reported her, she left me alone. The root for bitterness during that time was rejection. Rejection. And uh, what I find with a lot of my clients is that Rejection can do a lot of things. Makes you not be courageous. Makes you have a low self-esteem. Can make you angry. Can make you uh, aggressive. Can make you fight all the time. Or in my case... Make you revengeful. Always wanting to seek revenge on those who hurt you. The root cause. Rejection. Need to work on that. 
And how do you identify if it still affects you? Sign up for a session. Because you'd be surprised. You know how many times I said I was healed about a situation like somebody hurt me, a guy. <laughs> and then I saw him in a car <laughs> drive past me. And I didn't even say a word. No. And I wouldn't say that it was, uh, it was just how he handled a situation that hurt me. He wasn't cruel. It's just how he handled a situation. And what God said was he was young-minded at that time. But still, I couldn't bring myself to say, hey, how you doing? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> I couldn't do it. And it was that moment I sat back and I said, I still need to heal. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I did some exercises with myself and yeah. And then I realized I'm good to go. So that's it. If you feel that your root cause is rejection because that's what you need to deal with or you want to get to the root in any situation because the root could be anything could be rejection could be abandonment you know some people do the most craziest things when they feel like they're going to be abandoned mm -hmm. They become stalkers, you know. But if you, if there's something you want to work on, your root cause, and maybe you feel like you know the root cause, but you're not sure, and you want me to identify, sign up for a session. No judgment. I've been through too much. No judgment. I ain't got time to judge nobody. <laughs> God is the only one that judge. And after what I've been through, yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> So, that's it for today. Check me out on YouTube. Like, subscribe, click the notification. Check out my store. For suggested topics, email me. All the links is underneath. Have a blessed week. Love me more and I love you more. Later.